Hello and welcome to episode number 57, Making Solo Travel Possible. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hello my friends and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here. I'm just feeling super pumped right now. <laughs> there are so many exciting things happening at the moment with Solo Women Travel Tribe. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here and be recording this podcast for all of you guys. So today we are talking about making solo travel possible. Okay, so today I am going to talk about the three stages to believing that you can travel solo. Now, before we dive in, here's what you need to know. Regardless of where you are at on your solo travel journey, this information and what I'm going to talk about is so valuable. Why? Because it translates to all areas of your life, okay? Not just with regards to traveling solo. If you have any goals, any dreams, anything you want to achieve, this is going to be so helpful. This process takes you from believing that you can never do it, that you can never achieve what you really want, that you can never be the person you want to be, that you can never have what you want. It takes you through to believing it, to truly believing that you can. Now, the reason you are afraid to travel alone, the reason you haven't done it yet, the reason you keep putting it off, the reason you haven't achieved your goals, whatever it is that you want, is because of your thoughts. It is because of what you are telling yourself and believing. So it's really important to know where you are in these three stages because it brings awareness to what you are going through and it means that you can start to move toward the direction that you want to go. So today I am going to talk about the three stages of belief and I am really going to focus on creating possibility for you, okay? But first off, I want to share a story with you guys. <laughs> now, it's got a vulnerable story of mine, but it's a story that shows you just how powerful our brains really are, okay? So I have a fear of the dark. I am scared of the dark and I have had this fear since I was a kid. I'm now an adult, <laughs> I'm early 30s and I still am afraid of the dark. Now right now I am house sitting, I am in a beautiful house that belongs to a good friend of mine and it's you know in a really good neighborhood, it's really safe and I've stayed in this area plenty of times before. However at night I am freaking out. <laughs> So I am leaving the hallway light on. I there's no lock on the door that I'm in the room I'm sleeping in. There's no lock. So I am pushing my suitcase against the door. I slept most of the time with the bedside lamp on. So I literally had like a bright room when I was going to sleep, which is fine. I don't mind that. I prefer light. <laughs> 
Um, and any noise that I have been hearing, like there are stairs outside the room, like you know, it's a two-level house and there's some stairs outside the room and occasionally like they might creak. Or there was a lot of wind the last couple of days. It's been quite windy and stormy. And those noises just freak me right out, right? Any noise is creating this like crazy fear and anxiety. I'm freaking out and I hadn't been getting a lot of sleep, right? And I do call this my irrational fear of the dark, right? Because I don't have this fear at all during the daytime. Like this house is just full of light and it's just beautiful. And during the daytime, I don't, I don't even have these thoughts. Like it doesn't even cross my mind. Daytime is totally fine, right? And I mean, at night, it's exactly the same. It's the same place, but it's just dark, right? <laughs> it's crazy. I know it's crazy, but. So the other day I was talking to my coach about it and I was explaining this fear and I was explaining what I was going through and, you know, how it's, it's, you know, I've got a real lack of sleep and I'm just freaking out and like my heart's beating really fast and I know it's crazy and it's really irrational, but I don't know what to do about it. And she told me that it was great news. I was like, what? (laughs) Are you kidding me? And she's like, no, this is great news. Okay. But here's why. If my brain can believe something that has not happened yet, like fully believe that I have a fear of the dark and I believe that someone's going to break in and attack me, then I have proof of believing things that haven't happened yet. I have proof of believing things I haven't done. Right? Because... This is like, uh, just to back up the story, like I've never been attacked. I've never, I don't think anything scary's ever happened to me in the dark that I can remember. Like, I don't know. I seriously have no idea where this fear comes from. Like I've got no evidence to support it at all. I have no evidence. I have so much evidence that goes against it. Like nothing scary ever happens. Like, no, I've never been attacked in the dark. Like the dark isn't a scary place. I have so much evidence that proves that it's not scary. And yet my brain, which is me, chooses to believe that it's scary. So I have proof in believing things that I haven't done yet. That's how powerful our brains are. And it just blew my mind to hear that. I was like, holy shit, my brain is so powerful. My mind is just so powerful, right? so good. All right. (laughs) I just had to share it with you guys, but let's dive in. All right. So first off the three stages of believing that you can travel solo and believing you can achieve your goals. So stage one is impossibility. This is where you have the self doubt. It feels impossible and you don't believe that you can do it. Now, here's how you know if you're in this stage. So you come up with all of the reasons why you can't do it. You come up with all the reasons why something else is way more important. You prioritize all of these other things over making your solo travel happen or over achieving your goals. So your brain is wanting you to stay with what's comfortable, what feels safe. And therefore, it wants you to avoid planning your solo trip and avoid working towards your goals because it requires some discomfort on purpose. 
and your brain doesn't like that. It is wired to keep you safe. It is wired for, you know, looking for comfort, right? So this is likely a time where you will be comforting yourself maybe with food or with alcohol or with Netflix or my personal favorite, productive procrastination, right? Doing all these other things that I swear are so much more important. This is where you will self-sabotage, right? So you will decide where you are going to travel to and when, and then when it comes time to booking it, confirming it, and locking it in, then something else mysteriously pops up, like something else comes up, and you don't book it, you know? Something else pops up and it feels more important, so you don't do it. And here's another example. So if maybe you want to drop some weight and you want to get fit, so you've got this goal. So you've decided that you're going to go to the gym every morning at 7 a.m. And then your alarm goes off and you've had a terrible night's sleep. So you just decide that you shouldn't go today and you don't go. Now, these things, they feel justified, right? Like you're so justified in doing that. Now, that is a sure sign, (laughs) a sure sign that you are in that stage of believing it's not possible to achieve this goal. You are in the impossibility stage. And here is the best news about being in this stage, okay? This is the good stuff. The best thing about being in this stage is awareness. When you're in this stage and you, f- you can feel and you catch yourself not believing, you're having that self-doubt and you're self-sabotaging, you are in the beginning stages of belief. Because if it's not in your awareness, then you don't have the opportunity to believe it and to try it and to achieve it. So for example, if you've always traveled with your friends and your family, and you've never traveled solo, it's not a thing you've ever considered. So it's, it's not a thing in your awareness. You don't have thoughts about it. You don't think that it would be hard, or it might be fun, or it would be exciting, or it could be scary, because it's not yet in your awareness. So once it is in your awareness, now you have the opportunity to work on believing it and then to make it happen. So this is where you start. All right, stage two. Stage two is possibility. It is fueled with curiosity. Like it feels curious in your body now this is where you start to think but if it were possible what might that look like if I could travel solo if I could do this on my own what might it be like if I could make this happen what might it look like what would I be like what would change about my day this stage to me feels like real imagination. It's really playful. What if I could book this trip today? Where would I choose to go? Where would I like to stay? Do I want to be on the beach? Maybe, actually, maybe I'd rather be in nature. What would I like to do? I definitely want to go snorkeling. 
What do I want to experience on this trip? Maybe I'll do a yoga class too. Imagine it in your mind, right? Now, here's the key. It's not about the how. It's letting go of the need to know and figuring it all out. And it's just allowing it to be possible. Just allowing it to be a possibility and to have fun with the idea of it. It's really a playful, playful place to be. So what if I did leave my nine to five job to pursue my passion? What might my days look like? What opportunities might arise for me? Who might I get to meet and collaborate with? Where might I go? So how do you go from it's never going to happen, which is stage one, to stage two where we are now that it might happen? You know, like it's possible. It's really about exploring in your mind with no pressure. Playing with the idea. It's not about the how do I do this and I can't see it happening. It's about daydreaming. You know, planning your dream vacation in your mind. Planning your dream solo trip in your mind. Having fun with it. Because possibility is a more positive energy, right? It's hopeful. It feels good. It's energizing, right? Now, remember, your thoughts are creating your results. So what you think dictates how you feel. And based on how you feel, you will take actions, This is what you do or don't do, and those actions create your results. So when you don't believe it's possible, you don't take action. When you think it could be possible for me, it's possible, you start asking yourself what you might need to do and how you might show up to make it work. You get curious with yourself and the possibility of it actually happening. Now, here's another example. I'm never going to travel alone. I'm crazy to think I can do this. This is just way too scary. Stage one. I could travel alone. Other women have done this and they say it's really empowering. So maybe I can do it too. I think I could give this a try. That's stage two. And then I can travel solo. This is so empowering. I feel like a strong, independent woman right now. And this is stage three. Stage three is belief. And it feels like certainty. It feels like it's already done. It's just done. And your belief continues to grow When you start to see and get results. So for example, once you have taken your first solo trip, you now have the evidence and you can tell yourself, I've done this before, so I can do it again. And your belief keeps growing. Now, I want you guys to think about this, right? You can talk yourself 
into booking a holiday with your best friend. Like my best friend just got to ring me up and be like, hey, I'm looking at going to Fiji. You want to come? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I pretty much just, I just know I'm going to talk myself into it straight away, right? You can talk yourself into buying a new pair of shoes or as I did yesterday, I bought this beautiful black cardigan with gold glitter on it. <laughs> I don't need it, right? But I totally talked myself into it. You can talk yourself into watching another episode of your favorite Netflix show. Don't get me started on Netflix. Like, I'm addicted. <laughs> so you can sell yourself on all of those things in your mind. So you can also sell yourself on why you can travel solo. You can sell yourself on why you can achieve the goal you want. You can sell yourself on anything. You get to make this possible and I believe in you. All right, my friends, that is it for this episode. I wish you all safe and happy travels. Huge love to you all. And I will talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to a Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.